0: 5-8 this is
1: what we do here the 5-8 your friday night hang we take five of the week's most notable and newsworthy topics and spend eight minutes covering each one join me greg oliar and lb stephanie koff friday nights live 5 pacific 8 eastern it's the 5-8 here's what went down on friday Welcome to the 5-8, where we take five of the week's most fucked-up topics and talk about them for eight minutes each. Five topics, eight minutes, two hosts, a guest, great guest tonight, um, some singing, no singing tonight, a lot of curse words, and as many cocktails as we deem necessary. LB, how are you?
0: I'm well. How are you, Greg Oliar? I am fine. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, what are, you, what are you drinking there? I'm drinking... a a sparkling soda thing and a little pomegranate juice.
1: Okay. Um, I have this cocktail. I don't know what it's called. It has Averna in it. I, Averna, I don't even know. I have liquor bottles of liquor that I don't even know where they came from. I got from my parents What's or what I'm that? like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh. So okay. It's very sweet. It's a sweet thing. It's what a is sweet it? Thing. What's in it? Um basically lemon soda, you know, and uh and that, you know, like a like a yeah. And cherries liqueur and or something. Yeah. It's like a liqueur. Oh, kind of
0: right,
1: thing. Well, it's nice. from Sicily, you know?
0: Oh yeah. So let's call it the Irma Vap.
1: We can call it the Irma Vap. It's all it's, right. a, it's yeah. Cause it's, you know, mob cocktail,
0: mob cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a little, a little mob yeah. stuff going on tonight.
1: Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you heard it, it's always fun when um one of the characters from chunks, amazing <laughs> opening credits flips, uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know if you if you heard this because this broke right before we came on, but yeah. they were releasing the conditions of Sidney Powell's, uh, you know, agreement.
0: Oh, right? I haven't heard.
1: Yeah, no, they're releasing yeah. the conditions of Sidney Powell's agreement Let's in order to flip. Um, apparently, instead of going to prison, she has to be Speaker of the House. Oh. I think that's the thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that's punishment.
1: Seriously, yeah. though. I mean, they're going to put this thing like on D- Indeed, you know? Does monster.com still exist or did Elon Musk buy it and ruin I, don't know. It? I don't know because we have to at some point are we just gonna outsource it? We're just gonna ship this job overseas.
0: I yeah, mean, I think it already is overseas. I think I, it already yeah. is overseas. Well, I think it already got there somewhere where it's very it sandy, very sandy, lots of sand.
1: Lots of sand, lots, lots of, of sandy. sandy, lots of sand. Um, I would like to welcome everybody in the you know to the show that we got people um, joining us who haven't usually joined us from our guests' uh, posse. So welcome! Oh,
0: yeah. that's exciting! It Hi, exciting. new people!
1: It is exciting. Yeah, pressure's on us.
0: Pressure's on us. We yeah. better start drinking. I Maybe I should have had a little <laughs> vodka in my spritzer.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I
0: don't know. All right, all
1: right. I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. I am taking a doing. I think I gotta. got a lot of. There's a lot of collie hair in this house, so. Pardon me if there's one sticking out the side of my drink here. Um, all right, should we get into it? I think we
1: should anything, get into anything it.
0: Anything else you want to share about this week? Anything else you want to share off the top? Or Are you good? Are you?
1: I'm good. I, I yeah. there, You know, I think everything we're going to hit in the body of the show. You know? I, I you agree. do you, anything you want to share?
0: I don't. I I you know I feel like I, I just want to say this to everybody. If you're feeling a little extra fatigued. I do feel like this was a week of hitting walls, of just like, oh. Um, So, you know, if I, I'm just assuming that what went on with me and what went on with you, I know, is happening everywhere. Of everyone, just feels like we've hit a wall. We need a break. So let's have some laughs tonight because it's really heavy. We've had some heavy shows lately because it's heaviness in the world. So um, we're going to try to lighten it up a little bit. We'll see how we do. I don't know. All right. I'm going to put the timer on. You know, we've got eight minutes for all okay. the movies. We, five, it is five topics, eight minutes, and we put the buzzer on. And sometimes we stick to it. That's what happens here? <laughs> we tonight. try. We always right. try.
1: We always we try. always
0: try. All right. Let's see. What's our first topic there? Golden, Golden oldie. oldie. Golden oldie. Golden oldie.
1: Are we ready? This is the clock on. It's on. Okay. We're going to talk about Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, here because I feel like. Um, As you know, I've been a cheerleader for Biden for the entire time. I've been just so impressed by everything he's done for the most part uh, under very, very difficult circumstances. I think most people looked at him when he was nominated as like, Oh God, you know, I guess it'll be all right. It'll be a caretaker kind of thing. No, we've gotten the best president of my lifetime easily. And, Mm. you know, maybe going back, you know, pretty far to, to, to find who, uh, who the best next best one was hmm. um so yeah. this week i think put it all into focus i i mean it, you know it started off you know uh all of this horror that's happening uh in the middle east you know the week began kind of with that the the situation in gaza where uh you know there was the the damage at the hospital and for a yeah. long time for reasons we'll get into later people weren't sure what was going on and it was very, very distressful. I think it added a layer of unknown and chaos to what was already a fraught and chaotic week. So in the midst of this, Biden is like, I'm going to Israel. Just going? So, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's a war zone now. It's pretty safe, but it's still a war zone. So, you know, he flies to Israel as the flight is happening. We still don't know what's going on with this story. The, t- the the mainstream media hasn't figured it out. There's lots of conflicting reports and disinformation going on around about it. Um, Biden, you know, he goes to there and he just he shows up and puts it as right as it can be in that situation, which is a horrific situation. You know, yeah. what does he do? He flies to the war zone. He lays out what's going on. He says, as far as I can tell, this is not Israel that did this. It's it's the other guys. Uh, the other team, I think he said um, he shot. So he shot down the disinformation as if like, you know, dad comes home and says, no, 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 that's not right. This is how it is. Right. Then he goes and meets with uh, the families of the hostages, which is something Netanyahu has been afraid to do. So our president, our U.S. president is there doing that you know has a a great speech where he you know expresses the support of the United States and you know all the all the right notes to hit that the right combination of of empathy and you know all of it um mentions 911 cites 911 in a in a pretty thinly veiled urging for Netanyahu not to you know go nuts here yeah. and um you know that that was that uh then he comes home you know They figured out how to get the aid in. Biden did that when he was there. Okay. And he gives this speech uh, last night, which was incredible, I thought. I thought he hit all the right notes in the speech. Um, There's a lot of highlights, but he said everything that he needed to say. He differentiated between Palestinian people and Hamas, which I think coming from the president is an important distinction to make. Um, Something Trump would never do, by the way. No. Not that we even need to say that, but it's pretty obvious. You know, same thing with the Israeli government and the people of Israel, you know, and then really focused on the anti-Semitism here and the Islamophobia here in the United States um, and then laid out and combined philosophically Israel and Ukraine as democracies that need to be defended and made the business case, the business case for why we need to uh, help Ukraine which is basically all we got to do is send them weapons and they're going to beat Russia. All we have to do is send them shit. We don't have to go there. We don't have to do anything. And, you know, Victor Rudd, who's been on this show, uh, has been arguing for a while now that compared to what we spent in Afghanistan and Iraq, the amount of money it will cost to win the war in Ukraine is nominal. It's a tiny fraction of that. And the the bang for the buck is so much greater. So, You know, he did all of those things, and then uh, told the story sort of offhand about when he went to visit Kiev and had to take train from Poland. Out the window, right? He's like ten hours, and he's and he said, um, you know, this is the first time a U.S. president has visited a war zone not being controlled by the U.S. military since Lincoln did it. You know, and my wife looks at me and goes, "Oh, in other words, I am a badass." Yeah, yeah, he is. So. I, for me, like everything he said in the speech, agree, like it vibrates with what I think anyway. So maybe I'm biased a little bit, but like I thought it was great. I think most people thought it was great that watched it. And I just think, you know, shout out. We're lucky to have this guy. We really are. Um, You know, that's all I've got to say. What did you think?
0: Well, I I was asleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I
0: apologize i i just i i was so tired i just you know you literally yelled at me over text go to sleep because i hadn't been sleeping and i needed to rest but i looked i looked at it of course uh the next day today i read through what he had to say i just um it's very impressive (laughs) it was a he's been giving some outstanding speeches just impressive and clearly articulating i don't know if everyone remembers but on this show a few weeks back we were talking about before all this broke out of like what does it mean to be an american like we need to reassess that for ourselves and then claim it because mm. it's it's so it's been so chaotic we've had these chaos you know sowers of chaos and it from uh using social media you know just you know Information terrorists, I'm sorry, uh, Molly McHugh called these freak people that and she was accurate, all the way up to like the chaos that we're seeing on Capitol Hill now with one party being completely hijacked um, in this drive to dismantle dis- democracy and and tear our institutions down, not just at the behest of Donald Trump, but of Putin, <laughs> you know, it's just so clearly uh, a, a, a Kremlin party. Of the GOP is so and now they're struggling all that so it just it was like to to have all that noise and all of that um, intentional uh, uh, sowing of a discord in the discourse um, yeah. to have a president just be so clear and state this is what america means to to uh, to us to as america to americans and to and we need to embrace it and get past our own differences and he spoke to that as well as um to the world they're looking to us of course we have to show up in these moments this is this is what we have to do i i really appreciated that finally i think he's going there in terms of that Israel has a very corrupt government right now. It just does. Bibi is literal corruption walking. Yep. This man has, he has been, he's been found a criminal by his own courts and his response to this was, I'm gonna figure out how to, uh, you know, court this most extreme faction, this incredibly hard right faction in in uh, existing in Israel. And somehow that'll get me back into the parliament and as prime minister, and he managed that. And now my first thing to do as prime minister is I'm going to get rid of the judiciary. Like I'm going to put yeah. their power underneath my own because they're coming for him. Their co- justice is coming for this guy. It doesn't matter how he was able to finagle himself into a position, back into a position of power he would still be beholden to the law. It is a democracy and no one is above the law there, supposedly. And he was tearing all that apart and Israelis were in the streets and the majority of Israelis do not want this man to be their prime minister. And it's going to, I can't imagine it's not going to come out what he, his knowledge of this, you know, when you have thousands of terrorists attacking in a coordinated fashion by land, sea and what, like, to, to say that you and you have like one of the best signals intelligence, at least clearly there was a big gap in human intelligence, but signal intelligence um, op, uh, operations going uh, as a nation state. And you didn't know this was happening. And then we find out, yeah, you knew. Egypt told him we told him we were telling him. So I think there's a day of reckoning coming for this guy. And I understand why the president had to embrace him after this terror attack and i was pleased to start to hear like yeah you better kind of toe the line here and let's separate the israeli people from their leadership as well Mm -hmm. um and so that we don't you know we're not collapsing this stuff and we talked about this last week we talked about the week before this is what we've been talking about um so i was pleased with all that the one thing i wish he would have done in connecting he connected the wars and the need for democracy and to fight for, um, you know, against these terror regimes, right? Whether it's Hamas, that's just a terrorist organization, or um, Putin, that is a mafia state, you know, that's that's engages it, utilizes terror to, to keep making money and obtaining more power globally um, and, and domestically for that, for him. It just a little bit more hugging of Hamas went you know this this is putin's hand is in this yeah it's in this this whole terror attack as well and in this war and it's complicated for netanyahu in that because he's been putin's buddy for quite a long time so he didn't go there yet maybe he just it's not time it's like one thing at a time um so maybe the pacing uh, it just hasn't been there and i trust the wisdom of this president i trust the wisdom of all the people around him i think the secretary blinken has been doing an outstanding job i'm thrilled that that level of wisdom and age is in the white house right now i am amen I like the experience that's sitting behind that desk
1: amen all right amen next topic
0: next topic
1: disinfo wars um, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Not infowars,
1: Dis Info the
0: disinfo. The disinfo Okay, so uh one of my first and I knew I knew it was going to be okay. I, I was retweeting. I didn't I didn't sort of post anything or outside of the show have a lot of social I don't like the social media anymore anyway. I really don't like it, guys. I really am off of it for just ugh. Um, but of course you look at it in times of news like this and, and I can't, I can barely tolerate the, the cable news. I can't, I can't handle it. And the print has been a disaster, right? So it just has. So I'm, uh, the big ones, right? So I'm, I was looking on social media and I saw, I could tell right away this whole hospital thing, mm -mm, no way. Right. What well, as soon as even just the open source intelligence and looking at people that I follow that know what they're looking at when it comes to the dropping of bombs and they're they're they can do analysis like that. They're not it's not Twitter analysis, it's actual professionals work in the military who have accounts and I can't even remember who it was. Um it was like, yeah, that's not what a missile crater, that's not what that looks like. That this this isn't correct. Um and yet we had our own Congress people, members of Congress who have access, who can ask for an intelligence briefing and demand it from our intelligence agencies and get the actual accurate information, going right out there in front and calling is uh, saying this was blaming Israel for this. And then you have the New York Times weighing in with a headline Israel says this the Palestinians say right it's like no 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 no. Hamas says Hamas says Hamas. You, that your source for who and who is saying that that was Israel was Hamas, not the Palestinians. And everyone just carried that, just went running with that, less than 24 hours of it happening. So one of the posts, I was like, I knew that it was a lie. I knew Rashida Tlaib was lying, you know. So it, I think it was Billy Ray that was like, this is a lie. We got to call this out in in our own party. He's a Democrat. Um, it, it's... Maddening. It's maddening that we have uh, an institution like the New York Times and then the L.A. Times weighed in with another one today about another thing saying dueling narratives between Hamas and and Israel. It's like there's no dueling. It's not this. There's no both sides to this. Hamas is a terrorist organization and they are lying they are lying, and now we know, and our president came out and said, and he's not going to say this if he doesn't have the best, and we have the best intelligence in the world coming to him saying, we know who it was, and it was this Islamic group. It was a, another a terror group within the region that was claiming, that they they weren't claiming it, but maybe they went ahead and confirmed it, that is responsible for this hospital bombing. But the cat's out of the bag. That genie's gone. When the New York Times has a headline like that, it's gone. I was so pleased to see Jeremy Bash call the New York Times to the carpet. I think it was on Nicole Wallace yesterday. Uh, yesterday the day before. I'm lost in the time. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. But with they even had their Pentagon reporter, right, who is like the chief correspondent there and is a very prestigious uh, journalist on air with him saying, oh, well, the New York Times wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that. We, we say, what do you want us to do? We're saying that the Palestinians, and he's like, no, you you it was Hamas that said this. If Al Qaeda, if if it was after 9/11 and Al Qaeda, I don't know if he said this but the point is, and Al Qaeda was saying, what it was George Bush. It wasn't us that did that. It was George Bush. Would you carry the the uh, in your headline the word of Al Qaeda? Why are you carrying the word of Hamas? Why are you doing that? And she couldn't wrap her mind around it. Like I watched I watched the I watched it happen. She was like, "Oh well, the New York Times would never do that." And you know, even if it's like, "No, you you did it, 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 here. It is. You did it. You did this. You did this. Here it is." And she was like, "Well, you can't just say that there's going to be, you know, blame things on on us on a headline." And he's like, "The <laughs> the president's <laughs> meetings got canceled. Yeah, it affected national security." you you got lives are going to be lost because of this what do you mean well you can't wait well, yeah anybody who says we like you can't blame us for that and it's and so i'm like to this place where i'm like okay okay then you can't have it both ways you can't say that what you do is follow facts follow the truth hold power to the account this is the purpose of the free pa- press. It's a, why we're constitutionally protected. We do our jobs better than anyone else. We're in we the gold standard. We're the you know blah, 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 blah about your insti- your institution specifically and the press in, in general and the need for it, how important it is because in moments of crisis and in moments of conflict or big fucking stories, pe- the people need to know the truth and we're the ones who bring the truth and that is so critical to democracy. You can't have that and also say, yeah, but you can't you can't look at us if we get something wrong and say that we're, we actually had an impact. You can't you can't blame any effects of our of our reporting, right? If people if people get violent, that's not on us. It's like well, but okay, all right. Well, then you're unserious. Then you're unserious.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: You're an unserious institution, in an unserious profession, that's about entertainment without any accountability for consequences for your actions and for your reporting you cannot have this both ways new york times i'm sorry la times you can't have this both ways either you are you what you do does affect the world does is important or it's not
1: yeah choose good Agree. That's, yep.
0: that's how I feel about it. And stop, you know, anybody using a chaos agent, a known information terrorist as a source, and trying to run around with that person and say that this is somehow well, but some things are true and some things are. We've got that happening in the news media right now. Um, oh boy, you know, do you have problems?
1: Yeah.
0: With seriousness. With yeah. seriousness. Yeah. So um, I, it's this is the last it was, you know, four years of Trump, of failure and journalistic malpractice, as well as, you know, be the being under assault, then being under assault and needing help and needing growth and needing to change tactics and needing everything in their arsenal. And then some and really ma- needing maturity and really needing the sharpening of the tools. And we didn't see that happen. But, yes, they were under attack under the Trump era. It hasn't the failure in the malpractice clearly has not been addressed and been resolved. And that's unfortunate because I do believe the press is critical and important. I do. We need, we need you get your shit together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'd think the New York times would have learned that not that a headline could really affect major things in the world. I have a lot. I got a lot of thoughts on this, but I, we're gonna do an after hour uh, after show after hours.
0: Oh, I don't know. I wasn't planning on it. Are we doing it? Really? Yeah, let's do because I I don't know. I have stuff to say about this. Maybe. Okay, I might I dip in and dip out. We'll see.
1: Okay. Okay. Anyway, we'll save that for another day. We don't want to keep our guest waiting uh, much longer. We has to wait a tiny bit longer because we um oh. there's no there's no karaoke this week because yes. there isn't, but there isn't. but there is something. Um,
0: there is something. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I we get a lot of requests. We get, you know, I I, I was sort of known as the mob oracle there. I still am um, on the socials. I'm just not on the socials, uh, and so uh, there was a lot of questions coming in. You said for me, so let's let's uh, let's uh, see what we can do. I, I I'm up in the Adirondacks now, so it's going to be the Adirondacks, the the mob oracle in the Adirondacks. But why don't you okay. go ahead and give us a little intro? All right. Okay, Mob Oracle. This is the Adirondacks Oracle.
1: How are you, Mob Oracle? Well. Can you hear me, Mob Oracle? I can hear you. Okay. Just want to make sure. I can hear Um, you. So what's happened is we put the word out, and I have some questions from people who follow your work and would like to have their questions answered by you, the uh, Adirondack Mob Oracle. Um,
0: All right. I'm here for it. The mm. first
1: question comes from Sammy G. Oh. It says, from an undisclosed location, possibly in Arizona, we're not sure. He asks, Sammy G asks, is Trump the guy who ratted me out? Mm. What say you, Mob Oracle?
0: Let me consult my Adirondack chair. These sources of the FBI's love to peddle little lies. One thing I will say on that, it takes a rat to be a rat.
1: Ooh, Doesn't exactly answer the question, but I like it. Mm. Um, Mm. Okay. Uh, The next question comes from Harlan C. Uh, Someone named Harlan C. Don't know who it is. Uh, In Dallas, in Texas, who asks, is Brett Kavanaugh ever going to pay me back? What say you, Mob Oracle?
0: We can say this about Brett. He will never pay back debt. But of this, we are quite sure you will get what you paid for.
1: Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Not really sure what that means either, but hopefully Harlan C. has some clarity on his question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, two more questions for you, Mob Oracle, before we wrap up this segment. Uh, This one comes from Casey D in Tallahassee. I assume Tallahassee, Florida, uh, who asks the mob oracle, will I be the next first lady? Because when I made this deal with the devil, that was my understanding.
0: Satan knows not who you are. When you sought the rising star, it was not Lucifer who roars. The fascist meatball is
1: all yours. Wow. That seems to indicate no. I think no would be the Mm. answer there. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Casey. I think maybe you were were hoping for a different answer that you're not going to get. We have one last question uh, for the Mob Oracle. Uh, I think he sort of misinterprets what you can do. He seems to be asking you to uh, contact a... uh, a dead person's spirit i don't know if you can do that this quit, this is from james j in troy ohio uh he says you told me no means no but four times now no is no please help me uh dennis hastert please help me daddy please please help why does no mean no i'm not sure what this means very cryptic
0: they say so you told me no means yes is that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. You- and I think he wanted you to, I think it looks like he wants you to contact the ghost of Dennis Hastert, if I'm right Oh, that. I don't
0: do that. I don't do that, but I can probably answer the question. I might be able to help him.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Let me just divine this. Until we know the SCOTUS leaker, you will never become speaker. You will never hold such power. Get your ass back in the shower.
1: Ooh, that seems pretty definitive. Pretty definitive. I'm sorry to disappoint you, James J. of Troy, Ohio, uh, wherever you are. I have no idea who you might be, uh, but you know, we'll see. Thank okay. you, uh, Mob Oracle, for answering these wonderful reader questions. You're
0: so uh, welcome. <laughs> Get me out with my music.
1: Oh, you want to go out with? The, okay, here we I go. Do. I think that's a good idea. All right. All right. Uh, Okay. I Uh, love the
0: hat. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Terrific hat.
1: Terrific hat. Okay. We've waited long enough. We've made our guest wait long enough. Uh, Our guest is the Rush Limbaugh of the left. He is the host of the Tony Michaels podcast, which you can watch every weekday. I believe it's from 12 to 2. He'll let us know. He's nodding. It's from 12 to 2. It's a great show. Please welcome to the 5-8 Tony Michaels. How are you? How
2: are you? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Any anytime. Now, uh, let's start off here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been yakking for the last half an hour. Do, yeah. Do you want to comment on anything that we've well, been talking about?
2: I recognize the guy, the last guy who asked the question, I think.
0: <laughs> now, yeah.
2: I have a different you called him James J. Yeah. But I have a I have a different name for him. So just want to make sure it might be the same guy mm. i i've heard of this guy he's a pretty big loser this week um but his name is jim i don't report sex crimes jordan is what yeah yeah that's
0: why i think that yeah i think that's
2: the guy i think that's yeah. the guy so. well, yeah how yeah. are you guys tonight right. you are having fun having some drinks
1: yeah we're <laughs> always having fun i see your 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 people have uh have shown up in the comment section yes
2: they're yes You brought, brought them with you I I have a, a, uh a troop called the fuck fam. Uh, They follow us (laughs) around the internet and uh, I didn't, I didn't give them that name. So I'm the fuck guy. You know, that's kind (laughs) of this phrase that has stuck to me. Um, And they named themselves the fuck fam so many years ago. And they, they love to, to go to uh, all the shows that I go on and all the people that come on my show, they like to uh, give them, give them, uh, patronage and stuff. So I, I, I knew they would show up tonight.
0: Oh, um, that's great! Yeah. Now I am a little disappointed. Happy to have them. Yeah, I am a
2: little disappointed because I do a lot of karaoke. I actually did some karaoke uh, last Sunday on my Twitch channel for my Patreon members, and I sing karaoke every Wednesday at a karaoke bar here near me, and I drink Jagermeister and sing karaoke, so I was kind of disappointed that we weren't going to sing karaoke, but you
0: know. Oh, no! You're making it too I'm bad. Sorry. Well, we are going to run something at the end of the show. Oh, okay. So if you're sticking with us to the end, we're going to rerun sure. something sure. that we dropped a couple weeks back, and we want everyone to see it, and it's... Uh, great! Uh, make sure we see it again. So, we will have some singing at the end.
1: We will have singing, great Good. We always, yeah, yeah we, we'll have singing. We always have yeah. a little Yeah, we'll, we'll have singing. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, you know, the, the, it wasn't enough time this week. Yeah. I, I thought of some ideas, but uh, nothing was nothing was uh, elevated to the level that where it needed to be. Uh, I see,
2: I see. Okay. So
1: now we brought up this fellow Jim Jordan or Jim. I don't report sex crimes.
2: Jordan. There you or go. That's should we just it, call him. It. I yeah. don't
1: report sex. Let's just get rid of the. That's Jim.
2: what you should call him is Jim. Yeah. I don't. Well, it's a long nickname, but it really describes him well, doesn't yeah. it? Jim. I don't report sex crimes. Jordan. Like it. It yeah. perfectly describes him. So. I mean, one of the ways this
1: week, by the way, that we yeah. know the whole world is off the rails. Is when people were tweeting about Jordan, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I legit didn't know if they were talking about the country or the <laughs> asshole in the house. It, like sometimes it wasn't clear, you know. Right. And right. yeah, I knew they weren't talking about Michael. I knew right. that, right? Because you know, it's there, we're talking about losers here. There uh, was a Jim. little bit of news yeah.
2: overlap there, is what
1: yeah, you're it was it was a little bit, it was a little bit strange. So, what's your take now on what's going on in the house? Because this guy's now he's run three times, he's lost three times. Then apparently they had some sort of secret, you know, conclave yeah. uh, there. I don't know if they, they go into the showers there. I, I don't I, know. I, no um, I know Jim as, as long as they him. have
2: their hands over their eyes, they should be able to be okay. Well, <laughs> and, here's my take on okay, Jim Jordan. Yeah. Here's my take on Jim Jordan and the the debacle in the house. Now a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of people out there they really. Um, they, they want to jump to, well, it's bad for the institution and oh Jim Jordan shouldn't be anywhere near the speakership, which is absolutely true. Right. Yeah. But a lot of things can be true all at the same time. He is a scumbag. He is worthless. He doesn't work. He doesn't do the work of a congressperson. We know that even Kevin McCarthy had to get up and almost throw up in his mouth to lie about Jim Jordan and try to describe to the nation, right before he's going to lose his third vote, about how Jim has never had his name on a bill, but he's still a good worker. Kind of, I mean, he plays like a good worker. He acts like he works. He rolls up his sleeve and he he has a <laughs> shitty tie on, you know. So he acts like he's a good worker. But here's the thing: is that the real Speaker of the House has always been since January, Donald Trump. Um, it is not. It was not Kevin McCarthy. It was not going to be Jim Jordan or Byron Donalds or whoever this afternoon or who is this this guy, Austin Scott or Scott Austin. Yeah. this Austin it, Scott, like Michael Scott. Yeah, you know? Right. This yeah, guy, yeah. this this analog, this Republican analog from from Georgia. Yeah. But but that's the problem that they have is that their party is an autocracy. Right. An autocracy just does not operate inside of our democratic constitutional republic. It just doesn't operate very well. So when you have someone from the outside dictating what they're going to do, um, it doesn't bode well when you get to the floor to have the votes. Because here's what I saw, is when they, they went into their secret little meetings in the first part, right? <laughs> they didn't have any cell phones in the room. And immediately I knew why they didn't have cell phones. Immediately I knew why. It wasn't not to record the meeting. It was so Donald Trump couldn't be in the room, right? you have cell phones in that room, Donald Trump's in the room.
0: Oh, you're
2: so right. Oh, I know. I'm always right. You're so
0: right about that. (laughs)
2: That's right. That's why, because they didn't, they didn't want it to be secret other than one person. Because one Mm. person is doing this to the whole country, right? If Donald Trump wasn't controlling the MAGA wing of the house, Kevin McCarthy would still be speaker. He would have won on the first ballot in January. He would have totally won on the first ballot, but they didn't want Donald Trump in the room. And here's my proof. Here's how I know this is absolutely 100% true is that days later, Marjorie Taylor Greene threw a fit about not bringing her cell phone into that meeting. And the reason why is because Donald Trump told her, you have to bring your cell phone in and put me on speakerphone I'm gonna whip these guys. The other thing that you know is oh, there was there was news that they were fights breaking out, and they were calling each other names and all this shit. It's Donald Trump is the speaker of the house. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter yeah. who they elect. He is the speaker of the house because he is their mango Mussolini Jesus. He is grandpa poopy pants, he is the Cheeto Dust QAnon, he is the guy in charge of all of them. Because he controls their destiny inside his cult, and that's the truth. Like a proper
0: mob boss.
2: It well, I you know I used to call him the Cheeto Dust Mobster, and then I found out that he was really bad at committing crime. Like he's horrible at it. This guy oh. is just—he <laughs> we'll is—he is worse we'll at committing talk. crime. He is worse at committing crime than he is at being president. So I used to call him the Cheeto Dust Monster. Well, there's, the there's nobody. There's nobody
0: he can rat out. That well, this is, that is the problem true. of him becoming president is right. there's no one above you. Mm-hmm. There's no one you can't do your deals <laughs> of like, I'm gonna hand you this fucketeer and I'll hand you this gangster and all these mm-hmm. criminals that I have around me, I'll hand you one, you know, get my take my money laundering charges away and give me my you know, don't fucking fold my casinos. Right. So he, he just, you know, doesn't matter if there's Russian gangsters inside there laundering money, <laughs> you know, I'll give you one of them, right? But yeah. if, so when you become president, what where's your deal where's your deal it's so that that's why all of a sudden the the criminality and by the way mobsters aren't great at you know so some of these some of the mob bosses especially in the years especially if you're generational you know he's a he's he's a third generation his grandfather was a was a bootlegger and a and a a pimp and so and in with um And his dad, in with uh, Costello from Lucky to Costello, so it's you know you get down into the bottom of the barrel there. You go down the trust fund food chain in in mafia. (laughs) You're getting the dumb shit, right? Like the smart ones became lawyers or became what? Well, we can say okay. Well, he became president, but but. That's not smart when you're running rackets. It's oh, like,
2: he, he's definitely not right. smart. He's not. Yeah. I like I like the trust fund food chain. Is there cannibals <laughs> in the trust fund food chain? Because I really want yeah. there to be cannibals inside the trust fund food. Yeah. chain. Yeah. Like they eat each other. That would be fantastic.
0: Uh, you and I will have to rip about that. So yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it, it it's his siblings. Right. Mm-hmm. Each had, you know, had tragedy around them or. You know, install one as a judge like that's that's what you're supposed to do when your dad's a gangster. Become a judge. That's right. A fucking perfect. A,
2: and a federal right. judge, even better. And right?
0: A federal judge. Yeah. Right. a court judge would be great, um, you know, or or if you're a gangster like Rick home, make sure your your dad is a Supreme Court, New York Supreme Court justice, uh, justice, which he was. So it's keep it in the family. Get control over the levers of law enforcement. Um, and I think Donald tried to do all of that, you know, as president, he was constantly meddling in there. With Wait, he
2: tried to do something when he was
0: president. He tried, he to, tried? He tried to fuck up justice Ow. in a big way. He he, okay. he fired it, got rid of people, fired people, fucked up and put his hand in the pot and thought he could do all that. But he just doesn't have the skill set or the attention span um, to actually and focus to actually achieve a goal. Uh, he just couldn't he couldn't quite get there. But, you know, he did a lot of damage. He did a lot of damage. Just-
2: Speaking well, of, no, I go, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to say quickly. Uh, I think this is the anniversary of the the Nixon. What is it? The Friday night massacre? Oh, is it? Fires really? the, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. When I went to the gym today, it, night. And, yeah. Well, happy anniversary.
1: Yeah. The, the, uh, you know, spe- speaking of, of <laughs> crooked people, an- that, you know, happy
2: criminal anniversary,
1: trying man. to game the system to, uh, you know, to get, to, to get their point across. So oh, yeah. sorry,
2: what, what were you going to say? Tony? I, I lost it. I'll probably get it back eventually. <laughs> I'm and we'll, sorry. we'll yeah. say something. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's I, your show. And we got plenty of stuff to talk I do, about. I
0: can hear that the, the analysis that it's not, as it was about not having Donald Trump in the room. Yes, absolutely.
2: Was- I said that. I said that that day before they went into the meeting, I said oh it that day when I knew that they weren't because the news was is they were going to go in a secret meeting and they weren't going to allow cell phones. I said on my show immediately, they don't want Donald Trump in the room. And and the reason why is because they can't pick a speaker if he has a say. Like they can't. They can't that I mean, you do the math and they can't pick a pick a speaker. I mean, really honestly, today, Jim, Jim, I don't report sex crimes, Jordan had 25 fuck you votes, right? There's was twenty five fuck you votes. That's what they were. Really and really honestly, it's sending a signal to Trump more than it is to Jim Jordan, because Jim Jordan's just the patsy here. I mean, you you could pick out any old any old some bitch in the Republican Party, and Donald Trump says I want them to be the the speaker. And they would have been the one on the ballot because he didn't want Steve Scalise because they picked Steve Scalise and they tried to gaslight us. If you remember, they all came out. I think it was Daryl Issa. He's like, Steve Scalise is one. He's going to be the speaker. And like, I don't know, less than 24 hours later, Steve Scalise, I bet he got a phone. I almost bet he got a phone call from Donald Trump and Donald Trump said, go drop out. And I bet you wouldn't, you would not want to be, between Steve Scalise and a microphone, at that point, he was going to make a dead heat to a microphone, and he was going to drop out immediately because mm-hmm. he was told he was told by the party MAGA king that he had to drop out. And I know it sounds like it sounds a little crazy and tenfold hat, but if you don't think that Donald Trump is on the phone. With these idiots over and over and over, just go look at any interview where Jim, I don't report sex crimes, Jordan has been asked if he's talked to Donald Trump on on, on the phone. Jim Jordan's like, yeah, I talk to him at least a thousand times a day. He calls me all the time. Like my phone's ringing off the hook. I can't stop taking phone calls. I mean, you think these guys would have donors to call or something? But I guess in the Republican Party, they have the Heritage Foundation, so they don't need to—they don't need to actually talk to their constituents or try to get you know little donations from us little wee poor people out here. You know what I mean? But but that's the thing, is that Donald Trump can, controls them, lock, stock, and barrel. That's why he wanted Jim Jordan, not Steve Scalise. That's why he picked Kevin McCarthy because Kevin McCarthy would genuflect to him in January. But when Kevin McCarthy kept the government open. And Donald Trump wanted it closed. Donald Trump says, you don't get to be speaker anymore. And he sent Matt Gatz out on the floor. Because if you remember, if you remember, Kevin McCarthy knew his vacate, the motion to vacate was coming because he went to a microphone and said, we're going to impeach Joe Biden. He's not going to be the president anymore. We're going to impeach him and this and that and all his nonsense about impeachment inquiry that didn't have a vote. And Matt Gatz still went to the floor and still gave the same speech he had before Kevin McCarthy made that announcement about the impeachment inquiry. And Matt Gatt still, still gave that speech, and he gave the same speech, and he changed a little bit. He's like, even though he's doing an impeachment inquiry now, we're still going to vacate this seat because he kept the government open because Donald Trump and his puny little mind, wherever those couple brain cells are still able to rub together in there, he literally believes his own bullshit. He believes that if the government shuts down, that they can't prosecute him or some weird ass shit or or that or that, that it'll it'll destroy the economy and he can blame it on Joe Biden. And he believes his own bullshit like they believe their own bullshit now. So this is where we're at. And I, we're at the intersection of WrestleMania in real life. And this is what we got.
0: You're like the MAGA Hill Oracle.
2: Oh my God, dude.
0: I, I <laughs> listen. That, that's why they
2: call me the Rush Limbaugh of the left because I, I confuse people. Like but sometimes right wingers
0: didn't have, he didn't really have his finger on, he knew how to fuck with the heads of Democrats right. and he knew mm-hmm. how to rile people up. But mm-hmm. I don't know how connected he wasn't connected to like actual truth in the, Like, I, I,
2: well, yeah. So that's, that's why it's the Rush Limbaugh of the left. Is because oh, oh, okay. I have to. I have okay. to do. I have to do what Rush did, but with the truth. Because what? really, you know, honestly, if we're going to go down this avenue, I'll tell you. And and I did a great what? interview on a great podcast called Prevail. It's he's got. It's got a great host. Mm. Uh, you you wouldn't believe this guy. Oh my god, yeah. he does. He does great interviews over there. You really should check it out. It's called Prevail uh, with Greg Oliar. I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing, yeah. before, but it's it's <laughs> fantastic. It's a fantastic podcast. But we talked about this in there, and really. Rush Limbaugh, it's not about what you're saying, right? The right wing understands this way better than the left wing. And really the left wing almost never understands this is that it's not about what you're saying first, right? It's about how you're saying it first and then you tell them what you want to tell them. You got to get their ears or their eyes or whatever it is nowadays. Their
0: balls. Get, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You got to get them. <laughs> Everything you got to really tribal. get in there and. They're lizard brain. They're like right. the female right. gland in there. But, yeah. if,
2: but if, you, if you attract the attention of folks, right, and you have their attention, then you can tell them what you want to tell them. And Rush knew that. Rush knew uh, he, he was so good at this and there's very few that I would put on the top 10 list of, of broadcasters in, in the country, uh, in his, in the history of the country, because broadcasting isn't uh, a huge history, but it, it's got a pretty broad history, but Rush ball, even though he used all his talent for vile, evil things, and he really, what he did led us to this moment where we're at right now, it really did. Um, because of just the brainwashing that he did to yeah. America and rule America and white America more than anything, yeah. but rush them ball. If you listen to him, which I did for years, and I vehemently disagreed with everything he said, like I'd be yelling and screaming at the radio <laughs> as I was listening to him because I totally disagreed with him. But there's one thing I couldn't disagree with. He had immense talent. He was one of the best broadcasters. He was able to connect with an audience Unlike anyone else on radio, because it felt like when you were sitting in the car listening to him, he was talking to you. That's what it felt like. He was, it, wasn't, it didn't feel like he was talking to a big audience. It felt like you were sitting at a kitchen table or on a couch drinking a beer or something and you were talking to this guy. And I'm telling you, that's how he attracted so many minds to brainwash them. It's because it was how he said it first and then what he said second. But what he said, second, because they were listening so intently, was so important to brainwashing because he did it three hours a day, every day, over and over and over. And he'd pound that drum and pound that drum and pound that drum, and he never would quit. I mean, until, you know, cancer got him. Oh, God rest his soul, right? You know, <laughs> oh my God. Rush has been drug free for like what two and a half years or something like that. I mean, he has drug and alcohol free him and his formerly nicotine stained fingers. I'm telling you, I, I listened to him a lot, but I learned, I learned something from Rush. And that was that, again, if you can attract the ears of people and you, um, you don't feed them intellectual bullshit because the left wants to do that a lot. They want to tell you about how smart they are. They want to tell you about all the research they got and the loads of piles of encyclopedias of why you're wrong and why I'm right. You don't need it because uh, take this simple argument. How many people are you going to run into in this country when you say you don't want to go broke because of a medical bill, right? That people do not want to go broke because of a medical bill. If the Democratic Party and leftists in general got rid of the word universal and started saying things like Americans don't want to go broke because of a medical bill or a politician would say I'm here to make sure Americans don't go broke because of a medical bill because that's kitchen table type shit that's the thing that gets people in that spot where they go you know I don't want that I don't want that pain I I don't don't want that pain I like
0: the distinction you're making here because it's it's not um because Democrats are always like, We we want kitchen table issues, we want kitchen, but then yep. they talk about it in a professorial mm-hmm. way. Right. Um, in, in an academic way. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a label that constantly gets put on that, but as as an academic, you know, right. like, like it's it takes a lot to to pull it back and just speak plainly mm-hmm. about what the issues are. Um, and I think the the business of doing your job well on the hill right of actually getting in there and legislating and constantly crafting bills and cra- and crafting legislation and doing all that that's it's hard to be co- go from that language of this is the formal language that we need to actually that we and that we use both because there's rules on the floor when we're orating but also when we're writing this shit up you have to you have to have that skill set you have to have that language set to shift from that to be able to just talk to people Without about what all that is, but not but from the heart of it, from the core of it, in terms of what matters, what matters to them. What mat? Why? How am I representing you as your as your representative? Well, I don't want you to go broke from your fucking medical bills, right? Because you health, all you've got is your health, really. At the end of the day, this is what we have. Something happens to your health, and the way this whole country is structured, and the way poor, you know workers are the how everybody is like how it's all structured for you is if you have any health issue you're gonna go broke and then you're you can't work because you have a health issue and you're going broke from the health issue right it's a cascading problem it's it's just like you'll get into a hole and you'll never get out of it and your family will suffer and you're gonna fucking suffer as well because you can't get better
2: you know what doesn't describe that? That, that you
0: know, kind of conversation to shift from legislative con- wonky conversations to that kind of conversational skills. It is where there's been broadcasters have been necessary right. like you and you know um you know maybe we I don't know. I don't know what we do. I don't know why we Well here well we let me tell you it's cuz the,
2: the worst way to describe what you just said about someone's yeah. plight of a medical bill and going broke and the fear of not having money because they have a medical bill and they lost their job. The worst word to use to describe that is universal. That's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, why are you using the word universal to describe that when you can just say, because the biggest fear for most Americans, especially people who have either no health insurance still or shitty health insurance, or they just don't have any damn money is to walk out to the mailbox, open the mailbox, and there's a big-ass bill in that mailbox. Like, it's a fear. It's a fear. And 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 it's an everyday thing, especially for someone who has prescription drugs, and and on and on on it goes. You know, heart heart conditions, uh, they have blood pressure in your family. I mean, it could go on and on. But you can describe things in a way. Like, here's another one. Here's another one. You want this one? Yeah. Americans want to make a decent fucking wage. How about that? Americans want to make a decent fucking wage, and you don't have to you have the fucking in there. But I like the fuck. I like the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Americans want to. Don't you want to make a decent fucking wage? Yes! Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Why? Why? Why talk about minimum wage? Why talk about uh, wage discrepancy or all these all these things that? Get into the history and they're like, oh, well, you know, 30 years ago, CEOs made this much less than that much. No, they they got billions of dollars are sitting on mountains of cash and you just want your portion so you can make a decent fucking wage. And it'll, it'll light people up. I guarantee you, you go talk to a Donald Trump supporter at a Trump rally and you ask him those two questions. Do you do you not want to go broke because of a medical bill? I guarantee. God damn to you, that person is going to say, well, hell no, I don't want to go broke because of a medical bill. And I guarantee if you ask them the other question, do you want to make a decent fucking wage? They're going to say yes. Who in the hell is going to say, yeah, I want to go broke because of a medical bill. And I don't want to make any kind of money. The hell with them decent wages. I don't want a decent wage. I want to be poor. I want to be broke. No one's going to say that. And that's the point of the messaging. And to to your point is that academics, intellectuals, the elite, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call them. The the problem is, is that the ones on the Hill, they're supposed to be the serious politicians that talk about policy, but it's the media. It's the people who present them to the world. It's the people who tell that story to the American people, because we can't rely on politicians to tell the story of what's going on in Washington. We need storytellers like these and this. We need storytellers to tell the story. And if you tell the story in a certain way, People will understand it in that certain way. If you tell it in a different way, an evil way, with misinformation, disinformation, like you were saying earlier, and lies, then they believe the, the misinformation, the disinformation, and the lies. Amen. Amen. There you go. There I, you I, I do. appreciate some content. I do have to push back a little bit.
1: Yeah. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. No. I I do think that um you know the one person who would who we all look up to intellectually yeah. and who has the solutions for everything uh does talk in the manner that you say is bad and i'm talking of course about jared kushner who um in his
0: (laughs) the the,
1: the interview (laughs) that he did with lex Friedman. have you watched this by the way i I have not i have not there's a transcript so you can get he says and also you can you can take the transcript and copy it into words so you could do searches Mm -hmm. so he used the word paradigm 18 times during this interview oh really Eighteen times. I think he used it five times in in three sentences when he was explaining something. About did he the use paradigm. the word
2: shift after it? Paradigm shift. Did, did he did he do that? I think was
1: it, it was it was. I I don't think he said paradigm shift. Oh, because that's Tony paradigm. Robbins.
2: That's Tony Robbins yeah.
1: type shit. You was, know what I mean? That's Tony Robbins outcome, type shit. And it was it was okay. it was almost like Rumsfeld Rumsfeldian oh, okay. in gotcha. his craziness. Oh, okay. gotcha. And also LB to push back on something you said
0: earlier. Oh yeah. Oh here we go. Um,
1: who can Trump give up? He can give up Jared Kushner. <laughs> <boss>. Okay, he, <laughs>
2: give
0: up Jared he can. Kushner.
2: He can. All right, we got to move on to the next topic. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Sorry. I
1: didn't mean to get off. Oh my either. god, that's you're why you're fantastic. here, man. We don't. We We got no, all the time in the world. That's all, all we got. We got all the time, time. in the world for we you. but we want to talk about
2: cheese and kraken. Kraken. Because I love this subject. You're gonna you're um, gonna like this <laughs> one too, LB. I've got I've got some I've got some some. Some common folk type uh, uh, sorcery on this that I can yes. give you of my take on this. Because right. I, I was trying to remind people of uh, Sydney Powell, the Kraken, the release, the cl- Kraken crazy. She's, she's nuttier than a fucking squirrel turd, isn't she? Jesus Christ. this She's a, she's a psychopath. She's got to be certifiably a lunatic, right? Am I wrong, or is she no, just is not in an act? Wrong. <laughs> okay, only, well, only I just wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one divorced from reality, right? right? Well, yeah. that's true. Well, okay. she is nuttier than the oh. squirrel turd. But you got to remember, like, and, and and the first thing I tweeted when I heard this story that she was going to uh, uh, plead to six charges of election interference, I was like, "Hey, folks, it's a good day to remember that Sidney Powell and Mike Flynn." We're in the White House in a room with Donald Trump planning this this election interference. I think that's a good time to point that out. Like it's maybe it's 80, a good time, right? And and that's and that's the thing that kind of got lost in that story because everyone wanted to slam the Kraken. And, and but the thing is, is that Sidney Powell, the person who just who turned on Trump, who's going to testify against him and pled guilty to six misdemeanor charges so that she got a sweetheart deal which let me tell you something a lot of people are mad but oh sydney i'm so glad you got a sweetheart deal because she was in the room in the white house with donald trump when they were planning this interference and if you go back and you play the clip of her you remember the great the great press conference with her where rudy's his hair was like leaking liquid shit out of his hair, down his yeah. face. Do you remember this? Yes. She says in that, in that clip, she says that it doesn't matter. We have to fix this. It. We have to go local with this. And if it does, if we can't fix this in, in the local localities, then we need to go all the way to the federal government. And what she was saying is their exact plan. If we can't go to coffee County floor, Georgia, if we can't go to coffee County, Georgia, and steal this election with these machines and break into the election office, then we'll go to the Capitol and we'll hang Mike Pence. Right. I mean, she didn't say those exact words, but that's oh, the plan they words. were laying it out.
0: Let let's let's read her words. What yes, think, go ahead. Greg? Uh hang on, let me get this up. Greg, what do you have to say about that? And then I'm gonna, I'm I, have, gonna I
1: have I have to say what Gal has to say. Hi, Gal. Uh, which is the executive order 13848. So cool. I, I have to, I have a little timeline from, from when Gal was on my podcast uh, a while back mm-hmm. and I'm going to read from it uh, just quickly. Um, you have uh, December 13th, 2020. Um, Ken Cheesebro or Chesbro, however he says his name. Cheeseburger, sent- Cheeseburger,
2: Cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah.
1: Cheeseburger in the opposite of paradise. <laughs> Sends an email to Rudy Giuliani, dear mayor, it begins, that comprises the first known attempt by Trump's legal team to subvert the spirit of Electoral Count Act into a day-by-day plan of action. Uh, As a uh, U.S. District Court judge, David Carter would later write in his opinion, the memo Carter determined likely furthered the crimes of obstruction of an official proceeding and conspiracy to defraud the United States. Then, uh... You know, to go I, I don't want to get into too much uh, of the details of the of the thirteen eight four eight. people interested in that should go listen to the podcast and read this, but the the key thing involving Powell is that uh, December eighteenth, she's at the meeting in the White House that with mm-hmm. Mike Flynn, Patrick Byrne, her Giuliani, and a couple other people, they burst into the Oval Office. I think, I think even Mark Meadows was trying to
2: get them not to go in there. Did they have a banner up in, that said "The Shit Show"? Like, like <laughs> yeah. that's what,
0: I'm just,
2: i just wondering. I didn't, I didn't know if so. you had that yeah. in your in yeah. your notes. They go yeah. on.
1: Uh, Powell uh, used to be Mike Flynn's attorney, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're all in there planning, God knows what, uh, for hours. The next day, uh, Peter Navarro releases the the document alleging mass election fraud, and Trump tweets out the link saying. Statistically impossible to have lost 2020 election. Big protest in D.C. on January
2: 6th. Be there. Will be wild. So, yeah. You know, you know that- here, here's the thing. Here's the thing is like it's so hilarious in this moment, right? Like up till this moment, really, when we're talking about the cracking, and cracking and turning on Donald Trump, right? Up until this moment, it's been like these bastards trying to just steal these rat bastards trying to steal our democracy, right? And now we're like, oh, they're turning on each other. They're flipping (laughs) on each other. They're going to do proffers. They're going to testify against Donald Trump because that's one thing that I think everyone's missing, too. I, I feel like they're missing it because it's so important. The charges in Georgia and the law that they use is Rico because Rico is like, here's the top guy. And everything else that anyone else did, that motherfucker did, too. Right. Like that's <laughs> that's the law. Like that's the whole purpose of why she charged him with the RICO. So all the misdemeanors that uh, Sidney Powell, the Kraken and, and and the cheeseburger, uh, Kenneth Ch- and Cheeseboro, which, by the way, he was on the he, Capitol he lawn. He was felonies. there at the Capitol. He's yeah. got Did he get felonies. Oh, he's yeah, got felonies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's got five years probation or something. He got a sweetheart deal, too. Yeah. But and the bondsman, I forget this guy's name. He's got kind of a character name, too. But the bondsman that apparently was in on it was Sidney Powell to get him in the uh, get get them in the election office. But all those charges with Rico, they're all they're all likely to span up. Right. So like all these charges that rack up. Now, my next my question is, though, who flips next? Is it Mark Meadows or is it Jenna? I got covid from Rudy Giuliani's fart Ellis. Which one is well,
0: it? Well, let me, let me remind everybody of some other characters. In yes, this. go ahead. That, that, you know, the Chesbro thing, actually, mm-hmm. it, it, Sidney Powell is the Ginny Thomas's sidekick and oh. has been for quite a long time. So, mm. and uh, remember who also was indicted in this Rico uh, case was John Eastman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, and Chesbro gets us Eastman and probably Meadows and, lurking behind all that are some other
2: characters. So you're so, saying the proffers and how they're going to flip, that's going to get that information to get well, them. Is that what you're saying?
0: Let's just, I I, well, I just want to remind everyone of the emails mm-hmm. and what's implicated in these emails around Georgia. We forget that this was about Georgia and, you know, Georgia, the January 6th and the Jack Smith, it's all, obviously this was all the plot and the plan and the morass of how to overturn a free and fair election and install a dictator, right? The guy who didn't win, um, whether it's you're having a violent insurrection. All of these things were prongs of a of a master plan of just how to thwart democracy. And I do think that there were two different tracks for that. Um, and, you know, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell were on the sort of crazy train track, but they were they were doing real damage and really fucking around actually with even voting machines. She played guilty to that. Yeah, I did try to actually access a voting machine and interfere with it. Um, so, but they- were Which just, is
2: what she was accusing Democrats of. That's by right. The, just by the way. Yeah. By
0: the by way, way, but the, the communicate to coordinate something like this, whether people are in alignment with one another or they're off doing their own things, there still was communication and coordination between everybody. So I want to remind everybody, of the communication Um, and the sort of lurking figure um, who we haven't, you don't hear in the news them talk about enough, and that is Clarence Thomas. So when Clarence Thomas was specifically discussed in the emails, this is quoting from um, New York One News, okay, in their print, uh, by John Eastman, attorney Kenneth Chesbro and other Trump allies. I think Meadows was on this. I think that's why we had access to these uh, emails. In one email, Chesbro described Thomas as, quote, our best shot, end quote, at delaying the certification of the vote in disputed states ahead of Congress certifying the Electoral College vote on January 6, 2021, quote, Possibly Thomas would end up being the key here, Chesbro wrote in another email on December 31st, 2020. So after the whole thing where Donald Trump says, be there, it'll be wild, they're still going, okay, if we succeed with this fake elector scheme and we're able to delay the, the, the stuff on January 6th, what then, what is the next step? What, what is everybody, why are we doing this? What's the, where's it going? Right. And the understanding was it's going to go up to the Supreme Court.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And the Supreme and it's going to go in front of Clarence Thomas. Why? Because of Georgia. He oversees that circuit.
2: But well, now what you keep calling him Clarence Thomas. I call him Clarence Thomas because he's on sale. He he's Clarence. That. It's he Clarence I think
0: we even have an ad about that. We, we, we do. do.
2: We do. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. And it's so great.
0: The, the leaked emails are subject to formatting errors, blah, blah, blah. We want to frame things. This is quote from Chesbro. This is Chesbro who just flipped. We want to frame things so that Thomas could be the one to issue some sort of stay or other circuit justice opinion saying Georgia is in legitimate doubt. And then Eastman responds, I think I agree with this. Kick the Georgia legislature into gear, right? Both Eastman and Chesbro, along with Trump, on the email and or no, I'm sorry, in the RICO charges and 16 others have been charged. OK, so this is news before this, all this stuff. Um, and then we get into who Eastman is and all of that. The person who was saying at this point in time, and we do know this, of it's time to release the Kraken. Was who? Clarence Thomas.
2: Release the Kraken. How I mean, how are we going to in and history? I,
0: I well, here's here's the thing I want you to think about because mm-hmm. you're the oracle on this. Yeah, sure. go ahead. I I don't I don't get the vibe from Clarence Thomas that he would parrot a phrase like that, let alone any phrase from Sidney Powell. Mm-hmm. Right now, she said it first, but he had mm-hmm. it in writing later. It's like, she's like, I'm going to do this. I might do this. And then, a, like, a week later, in an email, Claire Thomas like, release, release the, Kraken. the Kraken. I just don't, I can't wrap my mind around mm-hmm. him, Mr. Poo-Poo-Doo-Doo, parroting his wife's kooky friend.
2: Uh, he's parroting his wife. I think his wife actually came you know, up with the His wife
0: his phrase. Yeah. But he's, he wasn't just sitting back going you know oh my wife does this stuff i'm distant from i'm different from her da, 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 da. everything about georgia and doing this in georgia was geared around him
2: right well you know where where clarence, clarence thomas might have gotten yeah yeah clarence I'm thomas there. might have got the kraken idea when he went down to read uh harlan hitler's oh excuse me harlan Crows a <laughs> oh. uh, signed copy oh. of mein Kampf. I bet I bet Harlan Hitler has a has a big swimming pool with the Kraken in it. Do you think that's probably maybe that's and he's like, release the Kraken from Harlan Hitler's swimming pool. I mean, Harlan Crow. Excuse me. I I get names confused. Do you see how I do that sometimes? (laughs) I get names confused. I noticed I noticed you gave me a little when I called him Matt Gatz. You're like, that's not how you say it, but that's how it looks like you say it. And really, it would it would piss him off if he heard me say that his name is Matt Gatz. So that's why I say his name. LB, like, you, LB, you mispronounce it intentionally also. I what, think how do, the, what do you say? How do you say it? Gatz. It's Gates, Gatz. It's, Gates is the real way to say it. Yeah. Say well, is, Matt Gatz. And I get I, like I really Gatz. get in on I think this.
0: sometimes I do say Gatz. Gatz. Yeah. Gets, yeah.
2: Gets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. I don't care. This is a, it's a <laughs> the, there is no more unserious individual than Matt, you know, Venmo. It, it, it just venmo gants venmo <laughs> i i can't i i don't care i don't Vintage care about 99.
2: sorry i didn't i didn't mean to shift this on another subject no
0: come yeah. on that's great all right our timer went off all
1: right we have to now is the time for announcements yeah okay. uh, generally we do announcements i like to say again thank you to everybody for watching who's watching for the first time um If you want to like subscribe to our, you know, I always sound like I'm like eight when I say this. Here, here, let me do it. Here, let me do it. Let me do it. Yes.
2: All right, fuck them, fam. Fuck them, fam. If you're in the chat right now, get your ass down there and hit the like button. Okay. Or if you didn't like what I was saying, hit the dislike. No, we're on someone else's channel. Hit the like button and then hit the subscribe. Hit the subscribe. You notice I get them engaged with the names and stuff. You know, this, you notice the chat just like lights up. So everyone, if you're in the fuck them, fam, and you're here, because I sent out a link or something, subscribe. You're gonna want to watch this show. We played their video. We played your guys' video of Joe Biden in the Corvette and how. they oh, were really really I hot. played we'll that sure video ahead. Ahead. last yeah. week. I think last week on. I uh, I don't remember which. You know, I do a show every day, and then we do one on Sundays for Patreon. So, I lose
0: chance, but, so hit the
2: subscribe. If you're here new, don't forget to hit the button down below. It's right. It's like right. Some I don't know somewhere down there. That. You know is, who's that, doing is that pretty on good that,
0: right i'm you getting better you're much at better
2: YouTube. at this i'm getting better at this youtube
0: you're track, amazing yeah. Yeah. thank you so much do you know who's singing on that track we're gonna play it at the end
2: uh, yeah. whose voice uh, that is which which one the one on that it. i played oh yeah. no i i don't know the name what's yeah. the name
0: oh he has this amazing podcast called prevail
2: yeah oh really and you just yeah, yeah. so so let me ask you did did because it felt like in like the middle of the song there was a clearing of the throat or something. Yeah. I I picked up on that. I saw that there was. I so I didn't. I didn't know if it was. Um, I didn't know who it was, but that yeah. was.
0: That was it. the last
2: take, and I coughed, and they did we not really. We left the it.
0: humming in. We left all the stuff Why, in. Why would you it's
2: leave like, the coughing in? You could have. Because it out.
0: he's an old man, <laughs> and he's coughing. Like it's you know, embrace all of it. Is, is yeah. sort of was sort of the theory philosophy of it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, no, that's that's the cough. Yeah, um, not oh. the COVID cough. All right, thank you for thank you for uh, that excellent uh, yeah instruction on people to do. Yeah. With the, and the are things. we
0: doing an after hours? I'll stick around for an after hours if you want. I'll stick around a little bit. So we yeah when we, we end the do show, we do an after hours. That's a separate link, and oh, so okay. Greg puts out that link. If you're subscribed, you'll see it on the YouTube channel. Um, you guys want to join us in after hours? If you want to, I don't know how late it is for you. If you want to stick around for after hours. We'll do a little bit and it's it's looser, it's more like I don't know. Wait, using... looser
2: than this? Looser <laughs> I mean, what this. the what the He's fuck? Are you serious? Well, I mean, yeah. What are we at? Are we gonna take off our shirts or something? I what the hell's going on? What the hell happened looser than this? Yeah. Okay, well, here's I, I would love to join you guys on the afternoon. I, I want to tell you, I really appreciate you guys having me on. <laughs> it's been a blast. Um I like your guys' format of the show and I know I just totally blasted it with the <laughs> No 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 it's good. It's good. It's it's all good. It's but it's fine. But here's the thing, I'm so glad that there's people out there uh, like you guys uh, on our side fighting the good fight, talking about the media the way you're talking about them uh, because we got to hold them in check, uh, you know, because th- th- they can do their job and they should do their job. They just aren't doing it as well as they should uh yeah. in this time because Um, It's so important for us in the independent media. That's really what I consider ourselves to be the voices for the people. And, you know, as much as we may not want to be um, entertainers, again, it's about how we say it first, and then what we say second. And I think this show presents that very well where you guys are really trying to get people in and entertain them. And so I appreciate the work that you guys do here on Friday. Oh, I appreciate the work you. Greg does. And you know, it's very, very, very important. And I know that sometimes it gets lost in the fray and with the shows and stuff. Um, but really truly all these independent media outlets are so important because it's it's the it's the thing that's going to hold our democracy together because that's what we truly have to do to save our democracy is make sure that us, we, the people, the government, we're the government. That's that right. We always, that we always forget that we're the government. And if we do our job and we do democracy on a day-to-day basis, and we go to the battlefield of the ballot and we engage in our democracy every single day, it will be here tomorrow and next week and next month and next year for this generation and next generation, we can do this. And it's, it's those people out there that are listening right now that we just have our little microphones. You got one, you got one, I got one. They have thousands of microphones. Mm. So engage in your democracy, watch shows like this, share shows like this, be a part of shows and part of communities like this. That's the most important thing. So I appreciate you guys having me. I wish I could stay, but I've got to, I've got to go meet a friend uh, to have some food. So I really okay. do appreciate it.
0: Okay. Well, we are are you signing huh. off now? We're signing off because we have one more topic or you got to oh, go. No, no, he's I, I, I,
2: I, yeah. I, I've got to get going. I got to, no, I got to okay. meet gotta a friend. Go. So I really appreciate you guys having me. Uh, fuck them fam. Stay around again. Subscribe. Don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. And all giving. of our, all of our people, uh, true players been putting up the link and yeah, how to find Tony. Oh yeah. Yeah. To find Tony. Just
2: Google so, Tony Michaels or go, go to thetonymichaels.com. Uh That's the easiest way. The Tony Michaels.com. And you'll find all the links and all the shit.
0: Yeah, I know you gained a lot of fans tonight. Oh, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate we it, and I appreciate you, having you guys me. having
2: me. Thank love you very much. You on? All right, Tony. Thanks so much. Nice yep. to see you. We'll see it. We'll see you guys soon.
0: Thank Bye. you. Oh my God. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's great.
1: Best. He's great. Yeah, I told you. Yeah,
0: you. you told me. <laughs> you told me.
1: I told you. He never I was Not he lying. I wasn't. Me. I wasn't lying. You know. Yeah, you Knew exactly. I was excited for the show. I was. Like,
0: I know. Excited. I'm so up. Yeah. Like I, I It's so, also
1: last week was so was very heavy, and we needed to have a show that was less heavy. Oh,
0: than thank week. God. I think man. we all
1: needed it. You know. Yeah. Uh, really. Truly. Yeah.
0: All um, right. I'm putting on that timer. Yeah. This is
1: this is going to be quick. Anyway, we might not okay. even go eight minutes here. All right. This all is right. this is um, this week in losers. Just a couple things we want to highlight. Just rapid fire here at the end of the show. Um, Alex Jones, you know what happened with Alex Jones? What happened to Alex Jones? Well, you know how like he declared bankruptcy and was thinking maybe he wouldn't have to pay these billion dollars. He owes people. Yeah. Yeah, He can't do that anymore. Uh, The bankruptcy, the judge ruled, no, you can't do the bankruptcy pay up scumbag. So, um, that's it. He's going to have to pay up, um, which he should, because you know, you lost, in two different jurisdictions. Pay your bills, Alex Jones. Get the guy, whoever the mysterious donor is that's sending you Bitcoin, maybe cash out the Bitcoin and pay the victims. Okay, Alex Jones? Yeah, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Alex All Jones. Right. Jones. Okay.
0: I am pleased that he lost. Okay, yeah. next loser. Who's next?
1: Douglas Mackey, going to prison.
0: Going to prison.
1: Yeah, what do you think I about don't that?
0: think it's a long enough sentence for Agreed. this guy. Um I'm thrilled. We have to tip our hat to our buddy, Luke O'Brien. I I don't know that any of that would have been happening without Luke. And um, if you guys don't follow Luke on Twitter, you need to follow him on Twitter. Keep his social media up. And if you aren't familiar with his writing and his work, I suggest you Google it and get an education. No one covers um, the right, the extreme right, and the chaos actors better and more thoroughly than um our friend luke so shout out to luke on that one i don't yep. i don't and there's a lot that there's a lot that i know about all that that i can't say but my god he you know talk about where ju- when journalism is done right you actually can get some justice this is one very specific case that we can hold up and say yeah Yeah, Um, he did it. So yeah, Douglas Mackey. For those of you don't know, he fucked around and he found out, Um, (laughs) and so he's going to prison for a little while, which which is good. Any prison time is good, but I wish it was longer. All right, who else is our loser?
1: Bob Menendez, eighty six, from the Senate meeting about uh, about serious stuff going on in the Middle East. You would think somebody who's accused of being an agent for Egypt should be at the meeting where they're talking about Egypt, but no thrown no. out by this fellow senators not allowed to participate
0: yeah resign <laughs> asshole resign resign loser all right next yeah. one uh
1: putin you know uh, if, oh. if you if you uh follow the, the zarina when zarina was on my show we talked about Kursan, which is where she is reporting yeah. from and there's a river that runs and you know on one side is the city and ukraine has that on the other side is the russian territory and it's the russians can't really get there now the Ukrainians have gotten there. They've crossed the river and they're starting mm. to break through. So that's a that is a breakthrough in the uh in the battle area. Mm-hmm. Um it's good news that kind of got overshadowed this week for obvious reasons. Right. Um, fuck you, Putin. So loser. Yeah,
0: loser. And then there's one loser you forgot. Oh, I got one more. Oh, let me hear it.
1: Um, Donald John Trump. Yes. Five thousand dollars, which he won't Five. pay.
0: Is he's not paying it?
1: I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm sure he'll, whatever, but, uh, I, again, I'm going to say it again. Uh, if for, he's being indicted in four different jurisdictions on criminal charges, if Donald Trump goes to jail in New York, because of something he did for a civil case, it will be the best possible and funniest outcome that we can have. It I just totally so agree. Good.
0: For yeah. anybody who doesn't know, it wasn't a civil case. Um, in his fraud trial, and his, um, he, for New York yeah, AG, Letitia James, um, brought this uh, case against him, and he he threatened the clerk's family, or he did something on social media where he's threatening the judge, or threatening the judge clerks, um, violating a gag order. The judge said, here's $5,000 fine for violating that gag order, did that today, and if you do this again, there will be more serious consequences, including prison time is on the table. That is a it's on the Chinese menu and it's not coming off. So <laughs> he got warned. He got warned. What's uh, what's coming for him? And let's see if he has any impulse control. I doubt it. Um, but, you know, he won't like prison. He won't like it.
1: No, he he's not going to like it. So, no. uh, yeah, I think that's that. that's what I got. That's that's this week in Losers. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a recurring segment, but there was just a lot of losing this week from a lot of losers. And I feel like we should highlight the losers because, you know, it's been a rough seven years here and we have to take the W when we can get the W. That's I true. Say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All so, right. Well, this was a super long show. I just checked the time. I can't, I'm a little, I'm it's well, maybe 922, not super, super long, but
1: we've, um, we've we've got, we've by. gone longer.
0: It flew by. It
1: flew by, right? Fun. it
0: flew by yeah um so uh because the guest was so fantastic um so again welcome and thank you to everybody who showed up from Tony's world we really appreciate you being here we hope we see you again uh hit that like hit subscribe for everybody if you want to become a member um we make it a very low bar of uh, entry of dollar99 a month and um we do things like have an after hours and just a, a you know another kind of little treats that we try to put out every once in a while for our members, but mostly it's to support us and support what we're doing here. We put a lot into it. I know we didn't have new media that we normally produce, but that's like not an easy thing to churn out every week, certainly staying on top of the topics and also providing the stream and creating the community. I know that our community is so wonderful and welcoming and incredible because they are very much so for us. Um, we rely on them. So for everybody new, just know that everybody that we have here in our community is a stellar human being and they're they're great. Um, so yep. we hope you connect with them uh, through the chats and uh, get to know people and uh, find a home here. You're certainly welcome. Uh, and that is it for tonight. And you know what they what I tend to think, Greg? Yeah. You know what I tend to think?
1: 5.8 is hosted by me, Greg Oliar, and LB, Stephanie Koff. Animation is by Chunk at Chunkled. The music is My Spy by Howie King, the sum of all music. Please like, share, and subscribe here and on YouTube. To become a 5.8 member and support our show, go to the58.com. That's the F-I-V-E number 8.com. Join the party this weekend. We're your Friday night hang.